Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.com. AA.book. As always, I am thrilled that you are here with me yet again. Here we are. Another opportunity to grow, to be sober. It's incredible that we're sober. And uh, if you're not sober, the message that I hope this whole thing conveys is very simple. And that is that the 12 steps have worked for me marvelously. And I didn't want to do them. And I didn't think they were going to work. And they're the last thing in the world I wanted to do. But they worked for me. And they work, continue to work for me. That's my message. That's my only message. Just so you know, that's the only message I really want to convey. Is that in my experience, the 12 steps work exactly the way they say they will work in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. That's my whole message. I'm not a spokesman for AA. This is not the only way. My beliefs about Alcoholics Anonymous are not the beliefs of Alcoholics Anonymous and other members. Everyone has their own thing. And that is one of the many beautiful things about Alcoholics Anonymous. Is that I'm just one ding-ding ringing a bell. I'm not an authority at all. And I'm qualified to talk about one thing on here, really, as far as I'm concerned, which is my own experience. I am a addictions counselor. But that is a separate thing. Unrelated to Alcoholics Anonymous or 12-step work. Unrelated. 
related. Many years ago when I got into that field, that was shocking information. But counseling, very different animal. Not 12-step work. So, anyways, but my message, I hope that I'm conveying to everyone is that the 12 steps work if you work them. Isn't that unique? Have you ever heard that before? I bet you've never heard that before. It works if you work it. That's new. Every once in a while, I'll come up with something really new and kind of outrageous. That's one of them. I'm just kidding. Today's tea is chai. Spiced chai from Trader Joe's. Really kind of bugging out to it. So right by my window where I sit, I have a, a bird feeder in. Before the show started today, I took the bird feeder inside because um, they're just really loud because it's raining here. So they're extra loud. And right now, what you hear in the background is, is them trying to comprehend that this bird feeder is gone. They're, they're not happy about it. Anyways, enough about me, really, and of my birds. How are you doing? I, today, am doing great. I have a consultation today with a doctor about my heart. Six months ago, today, I had a mild stroke. And, uh... I've been, I've had checkups and I've met with doctors and I've had tests and et cetera. And uh, now they're gonna try and do something. Hopefully that will make me even healthier. But I do have a clean bill of health at the moment for which I am very grateful. Anyways, I wanted to update a little bit. I don't talk that much about my personal life terms of the details, but I have shared about that quite a bit on this podcast, so I just wanted to bring it up. Anyways, but I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Grateful. Grateful to be sober. I'm loving Zoom. I'm loving these Zoom meetings. I mean, it just annihilates the excuse to not go to a meeting. It just annihilates it. I mean, and once you get into the swing of it, um, I find it to be very, very intimate and awesome. I like being able to see everyone who's sharing so much clearer. And uh, I love it. Anyways, today I thought the topic that would be good would be the 11-step prayer. And I've talked about it before. I really think it encompasses everything you can can encounter in a day. And it's such an awesome guide for me to use as I go through the day to try to strengthen and constantly renew my contract with my higher power that I make in the third step. 
which is that I really make this decision to try to align my will with my higher power's will, what I think my higher power's will is. And so this is just a wonderful guide that I use. Lord, make me a channel of thy peace, that where there is hatred, I may bring love. Just to stop there. Are you going to encounter any hatred today? Hope not. Gratefully, that's not something I encounter every day. But a lot of these things are things I encounter every day. I certainly have been encountered by hatred, and I have tried to practice bringing love when I am being confronted with hatred. That's not easy. But I believe it's the proper use of my willpower. And I cannot practice that, pray for that, meditate on that, work on that, aim for that too often. so tempting to attack hatred with hatred. It is a waste of time. It is, once you understand where hatred comes from, it just gets sillier and sillier to respond with anything even resembling that but instead to try to bring love. That where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. What always jumps out at me is that it doesn't say, where there is wrong, I may bring right. The spirit of forgiveness. That where there is discord, I may bring harmony. I will encounter discord today. I already have. Went out into the world for a little while. And I've learned that when I complain about discord, I'm adding more discord. When I complain about discord, I'm adding discord. I'll say it again. When I'm complaining about discord, I add more discord. I do not bring harmony. Something else to work on entirely. That where there's error, I may bring truth. I have my own beliefs about the difference between wrong and error but that's for another show will you encounter error today will you encounter things being wrong today or your perception that they're wrong I will I have
where there's wrong, spirit of forgiveness, discord, harmony, error, truth. We'll talk about that another time in more detail if you all want to. That where there is despair, I may bring hope. Will you be encountering any despair today? I hope not. I hope not. But if you do, the prayer says, if I do, I'm praying that I can bring hope to that situation instead of more despair. That where there are shadows, I may bring light. Easy to bring more shadows when than you when you see shadows. Right? It's so easy to bring more darkness into darkness. It takes no effort at all for me. If I want to phone it in and not even try, I will make a dark situation darker. That's what happens when I don't think at all and just come from self and leave God out of it. Make no attempt. That where there is sadness, I may bring joy. I have encountered a lot of sadness today, and I have tried to bring joy. And I will continue to do that. I mean, these things are encountered practically every day by every one of us in this world. Are you encountering any sadness today? Are you bringing more sadness to it? Are you even thinking about it? I mean, the big thing is to even think about it. For a long time, I didn't even think about it. But start thinking about it change it how tempting is it to just bring more wrong more discord more error more doubt more despair more shadows more sadness easy for me Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted. To understand than to be understood. Asking God to help me. Seek to comfort and to understand as opposed to go through the day looking for comfort and looking to be understood. Boy, I'll tell you, every single time I say, you don't understand, I just see a little red flag pop out of my mouth. I say, okay. Just note that. It is to love than to be loved. And I can talk about that a lot. I can talk about that all day. 
the love that has healed me. And the love that heals me is the love that I give. It is not the love that I receive. Don't get me wrong. The love that I receive is... It reaches me. Big time. But the love that really, really heals me is the love that I put out. The love I give. And if I'm doing it to be rewarded, I'm not doing it. If I am doing something to be seen, commented on, given a reward for, it's not love. The guy who showed me the book years ago said, and I have mentioned it on here probably, he said the idea is to pick up trash because it's there. I just thought, jeez, it's a fucking alien. I'm nowhere near that concept. It sounds terrible. It is by self-forgetting that one finds. Quick story about that being my experience completely. Years ago, lost everything in my life, except for my sobriety. Went into a meeting with a thousand problems. Shared with the intention of being helpful. Didn't talk about my problems. Shared the solution. I had done an inventory and read it to someone and clean house so that I was willing to be of service. Then I went to a meeting, walked out after that with 900 problems. Walked in the next day with 900 problems. Did the same thing, walked out with 800 problems. You see what I'm getting at. Eventually, nothing had changed in my life. I didn't feel like I had any problems. And I was grateful. And it was, it was in the self-forgetting that that happened. I didn't go to the meeting to share about my many, many, many problems. That would not have helped me. I learned that already in my sobriety. I had learned that. I had learned that when Bill Wilson had six months of sobriety and was in the Mayflower Hotel and he was in trouble, he did not call someone to talk about himself. He did not call Ebby Thatcher, who was the man he said would have been his sponsor because he was the one who carried the message to him. He didn't call him and say, Ebby, what do I do? I'm in financial fear here. That's not what he did. 
very common now, but that's not how Alcoholics Anonymous got started. Got started when a man called someone to help. Didn't start when somebody called someone to get help. I think that's very powerful. So I learned that. That the big book tells me what to do when I'm in pain and when I'm struggling and there's a process. I talked about it a couple shows ago. The 10th step. 3 through 9. Live it. And then go help somebody. Go help someone. And it was in the self-forgetting that I found the answer to all my problems is what I'm trying to say. It's so counterintuitive because I got a problem. I got to talk about it. I got to I got to dwell on it. I got to analyze it. I got to solve it. And while it's true, you, you got to do footwork and do the basics of living by the laws of this plane. What brought me relief and answers was self-forgetting. In other words, not going to the meeting and telling everybody what was going on with me over and over and over again. I told one man and then I went to help. And when I went to help, that was what helped me so much. That's always what I think about when I hear self-forgetting. It is in the self-forgetting, by self-forgetting that one finds. It is by forgiving that one is forgiven. It is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. The St. Francis prayer, the 11th step prayer. I thought it would be good to just talk about it because there's so much out there today, right now. I know people are dealing with hatred, wrong, discord, error, doubt, despair, shadows, and sadness. And I pray today that I will be able to bring love, the spirit of forgiveness, harmony, truth, faith, hope, light, and joy. And if I could do that today, a little bit even, I will be you're here. You're not alone. It works. And I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same. Mm-hmm.